the sale of the Mac Observer. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is a very special show because I've got two of my favorite friends here to talk about something that affects, well, pretty much everybody watching and listening to this, because I think you probably all are fans of the Mac Observer, their podcasts, and everything associated with it. With me today are Mr. Dave Hamilton. Dave, welcome. As always, it's good to see you. It's good to see you too, Chuck. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. Hey, thank you for being here. And his partner in crime, uh, Mr. Brian Chaffin. Brian, welcome. Hey, hey, Chuck. It's good to literally see you, and uh, thanks for having us, man. Yeah, it's been it's been way too long. It's been way too long. So it's probably not a big secret by the time that folks hear this that you two have decided or did sell the Mac Observer, and this feels like almost the end of an era in some ways. Not the TMO is going away, but that you two created one of the very first Mac dedicated Mac news sites out there. There really aren't that many of them left, if any, and now this has changed ownership, so obviously the, the complexion of it will change. Somebody tell me the backstory. How did this how did this come about and why did it come about? That's a good question. Um I'll I'll start with this, Brian, and feel free to chime in and correct me. Uh we had no intention really no plans even of selling the site or really doing anything of the sort with it this year or, you know, last year. And then in September, we got an email from uh, Dr. Sirhat Kurt, who is now the uh, owner of the site, uh, at least via his company. And well, the, to be fair, the first email went to spam. So I unintentionally ignored him. <laughs> And then uh, he emailed again, and for whatever reason, I saw the second one, and I was like, oh, crap. And then it was like, oh, okay, you know, it's Q4. Things are super busy. I don't have time for a tire kicker, right? Because it, it, this happens. You know, we've been running this site for 23 years. It, it's not entirely uncommon for someone to ask, hey, are you interested in selling? And so I was like, okay, well, I'll answer the questions, you know, but we don't have time to go through this. And very quickly, he convinced us that not only uh, was this a good time to sell and the right time to sell, but that he was the right person to buy it. And, and it really was his idea uh, all the way through. Uh, so so that, that's, I mean, that's the backstory. I don't know that there's anything <laughs> juicier than that. <laughs> Oh, darn. I was hoping for some deep, dark secret here. Yeah, there's, there's the, no deep, dark there's secret. The, yeah, There's the Coke deal in the way the CIA were involved. But, I mean, we're probably not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> no, that's one of those things that Chuck now needs to edit out. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Coke. Okay, all right. Brian, Coca-Cola was interested in buying the Mac Observer? Well, that's the new uh, flavor. Oh, it's the new <laughs> flavor. Okay. It's the new, <laughs> it's the new flavor, yeah. So and the CIA. So I mean, I guess I have to ask why. I mean, other than the fact that you know maybe you felt it was time, but but why after all this time? Let me and and TMO. Let me feel that. Okay, and and TMO is so much the part of both of your identities, at least as I know you, and so that's that's why this came to me as such a shock. So 
First of all, um, it has been my public identity for 23 freaking years, which is most, unfortunately, only most of my adulthood. And uh, that part is super weird, but it was time. I mean, I, I like it was just it was time for the right person to come in. We didn't know that. Right, Dave? Right. Yeah. No, we didn't. We um, so it has also been part of my identity, a huge part of it for the last 23 years. And in fact, that was a big part of why I sort of rejected the premise initially because I had it in my head that I still needed to be actively affiliated with the Mac Observer for me to be Dave, one of the co-founders of the Mac Observer, if that makes sense. Because that's opened mm-hmm. so many doors for me, right? I mean, it allowed us to start back with media. It allowed me to do several other things, many other things throughout the last decade, two decades plus. And so to not have that, it I would not have, I never stopped to think about it until I was forced to look it in the eye. Like, okay, wait, what is a future that includes me not being part of the active management and ownership of this site? What does that look like? And it's like, well, actually, I'm still Dave. You know, people still know me as Dave. Like all the other things that I'm currently doing that, yes, I, you know, came through this open door because of, we started the Mac Observer are all still here. And it's it's all still okay. And, and combining that with, I, I would say, and Brian, you know, please chime in on this. But, you know, for the last couple of years, we've been working to solve to answer the question how do we put someone in in charge of running the site that truly cares about and is committed to its future and suddenly we had this person that met that that hit all those 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 points it was a completely different arrangement than I assumed it would be. And I think I, I could say we, we assumed it would be, but I don't like to put words in anyone's mouth. But I always assumed we would, you know, find someone to put in and, and have them be that, you know, manager of the site. And, and now it was like, oh, wait, it could be this person. And, and they would definitely be committed to growing it going forward because they've got some skin in the game. They own it now. It's, you know, it's, it, it was an interesting answer to that thing we were seeking, if that makes sense. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brian. And, and no, and, and very probably informally and separately thinking about. Mm-hmm. We weren't actively plotting on, you know, like, 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 you know, could we put a managing editor in or something like that, you know? And uh, the, 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 the thing, I, I said something we, we had we, ah. on Monday. On the daily observations, we Kelly had me and Dave and Dr. Kurt on, and it was it was great. And I had a thought that hit me towards the end of that episode, and it has stuck with me, and so I'm going to repeat it. The Mac Observer's story has been going on for 23 years, and the beautiful thing is that that story continues. But now I, and I guess I, by definition, Dave too, I can speak for you. We. We are still experiencing that story, but from a completely different perspective. But that story goes on, and I, I love that. 
I love that our baby's story is continuing. And uh, having the right person in charge of that story is amazing. That makes me feel amazing. So what I just heard from Dave sounded suspiciously like something that someone who is, is obviously dedicated their work and decides to retire and, and not that you're retiring Dave, but that attitude, (laughs) you know, you know, that, that attitude is like, okay, this has been part of my identity. What am I without it? Brian's on the other hand, sounds like a parent who is sending his kid off to college and is excited to, you know, watch it continue the kid uh, or TMO to continue to evolve and grow and see what it turns into. Two very different, but kind of similar perspectives. I, I definitely uh, share that perspective of of seeing it continue to grow. I mean, it, that that was a super important part of why we chose to say yes to this. Was yeah. I I feel and and I again I think I can speak for Brian because we had this conversation many many times uh, yep. to ensure that we both felt okay with this. Was like th- this is a person that we believe is going to thrive with it. In fact, I think there's a better than even chance that they'll show us up, that they're going to do better yeah. with it than we did. And I, I, I and love I, that. I hope that's the case. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I, like that's the best case scenario for me is that, is that this thing grows beyond what we were ever able to do with it. And that would be amazing. Yeah. I, I actually, I, I, uh, begged Dr. Kurt and, um, uh, Stacy Butler to Dr. Dr. Butler to please make us look like idiots. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, that's pretty tall order, but <laughs> <laughs> we, um, I, I guess Brian and I now are going to, I, I said something in a, in a uh, non-public call about this yesterday, which I'll, I'll repeat, but it, now Brian and I are going to have to like stand off on this because I said, <clears throat> whoever the previous, number one fan of the Mac observer was has to now take the number two slot because I'm going to take the number one slot. However, they might need to take the number three slot while Brian and I duke it out for number one and number two. Yeah. We might, we might have to settle for tie Dave. We might. That's true. (laughs) We maybe. Well, well, that's good. Cause that, that kind of takes me to the next thing. One thing I've learned over the past few years is that there are acquisitions come in every size, shape, that you can imagine. So is this a, a clean break for you two? Uh, are you working any part of an agreement out? And I don't need to know the terms of any agreement, but are you still going to be associated with the, with TMO in any way, shape or form other than just being, you know, the, the co-founders? No, uh, it is a clean break. Uh, it uh, eventually there, there's a, a transition period that we're in right now. You know, we built this, 23 year old Frankenstein over the 23 years that we did it. Right. I mean, there were lots of different things. There were three different publishing systems that we used, one of which was completely written by hand. And the other two have been, you know, modified throughout and they're all sort of still running in parallel uh, because we never needed to think about any of this. I mean, the business really was never, we weren't planning on selling. So the business was not positioned as like, here's a turnkey operation run. The one thing that really is turnkey is that we have 
had, they now have this fantastic team publishing content there. And, and that team really can do that, uh, with or without Brian and I there. And, and that I think was the, a, a huge part of us being able to do this is, is the, the people, um, that are, that, you know, that work there do a fantastic job and it's amazing. And, and so it, the site, as we dug into it, it was, it became obvious that, wow, it really is in a position to, to turn over to someone else. But there are a lot of these things that, you know, institutional knowledge that I would like, we would like to remain institutional knowledge that just keep coming up. <laughs> like, oh, there's this thing I do once a month. You should know about this and there's no way you're going to stumble onto it. So we are doing a bit of a transition with them behind the scenes. We are no longer involved in active management of the site in any way, but we are transitioning. I'm keeping Mac GeekGab. Uh, so that will continue. That is continuing it's currently still hosted at the Mac Observer, reference the aforementioned Frankenstein. We are extracting it from that, but it's taking a little bit of time. Uh, and they've graciously allowed me that time to do that, which is great. But uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a clean break. So you're keeping and, Mac eCab, but Brian, are you keeping um, the Apple Context machine as a separate entity, or what are you doing with that? Uh, I am keeping it. If it's going to continue past the episode that Dave is annoyed at me for not having posted yet, it is going to be with Jeff Gamut as uh, my partner. And it'll be, uh, I don't know where it'll be yet. Well, actually, that's one of the things that we'll end up talking to Dave in a completely different capacity than we've ever had a conversation before, Dave. That's really interesting. Right? I got to find out if you're going to fire me as a client before you even take me on, which I wouldn't, <laughs> I mean, you probably should, but um Anyway, uh, yeah, so the, the Apple Context Machine remains mine, and uh, Jeff and I have gotten progressively more excited about resuming a partnership on that. Okay. So, uh, and listen, I, you know I don't want to put anybody on the spot. That will be separate from TMO, though. It will not be associated with TMO. Al almost surely, unless for some reason a deal comes together, right? I think that's the appropriate way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, at the moment, uh, uh, Mac Geekab and Apple Context Machine are not a part of the Mac Observer. They are, again, graciously hosting those shows there for a couple of right. months while we figure out how to, to not have them hosted there, if that makes sense. But uh, that's the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, it makes perfect sense because um, you know, any, any of us who have published podcasts know that that is a nightmare of trying to change hosts and move content. Both both the the audio file, files or video files as well as the web presences. Yeah, that's. I'm surprised you guys. Have there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially for the GigGab, where they regularly on a show. I mean, the, the Apple Context Machine has been around, I think, for ten or fifteen years. So we only have about twenty episodes to move. Um, but <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Easier for the Apple Context Machine to move than the Geek Gab. The Geek Gab is going to be like I. I really look forward to hearing all of the the tales of Dave's efforts to actually do that. Well, it, it's I've got help. Adam Christensen is is my partner in crime on on that particular move on the back end. So we we've we've got it. It's it's doable. We have uh, done some proof of concept testing and oh yeah yeah yeah. It, this is I mean remember I, I you know it, unlike. 
the rest of the world, this was not, this was a surprise to me much earlier than it was to everybody else. I, I learned about this being a possibility, you know, in late September, everybody else learned about it being a possibility in late December. So, uh, all of these things have, you know, I've been able to think about it and, and strategize and plan like, okay, what does this mean? What does that mean? Oh, we got to do that. Okay. You know, and just making notes. And so, yeah. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. Did you know that 40% of people recently said that they're overwhelmed by the number of subscriptions they pay for? The other 60% probably forgot they subscribed in the first place. If you're not sure how to take control of your subscriptions, you need Truebill. The nice thing about subscriptions is that you can just set it and forget it. Unfortunately, you are still being charged after you forget it and don't want it anymore. Get in control of your subscriptions with Truebill. Knowing that if you got rid of all the subscriptions you don't need or forgot about, you could save hundreds is very different from going to all the trouble to actually remember, find, and cancel them. That's why you need Truebill. Truebill makes it easy to cancel the subscriptions that you don't want anymore and keep the ones you do. So start canceling your unused subscriptions at Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Go right now, Truebill.com slash MacVoices. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to Truebill for their support of MacVoices. So Dave, you have Backbeat Media, um, and of course, if depending on what you do with GeekGab, there's there's the potential there to have an outlet for you to not only do audio, video, but also you know content creation. Uh, yeah, and that journalism. I plan to keep doing for sure. Yeah, journalistic yeah. content creation. Brian, right. how about you? Um, you know, you and I've talked a number of times over the years about some of your writing projects and all. Do you see yourself still staying in in the Mac slash, well, Apple journalism area, or is it going to be something that you kind of drift away from slowly? I've plowed everything I have into uh, a board, a yacht club NFT, and that's going to be my life from now on. Okay. That's entirely a joke. Uh, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I hope to have the time to more time to dedicate to writing fiction uh, that remains to be seen if that'll be the case. Um, I do still have a novel that I'm trying to sell and may end up uh, self-publishing and I've got some other stories that I want to write. So I don't know whether or not I'm going to be still writing about tech. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. The, the, like I said, it, it, back to the Apple context machine, it may actually just become the context machine too, as opposed to the Apple context machine so that we can talk about things that are bigger and broader than just Apple. Although I still remain a fan of Apple and its products and I'm surrounded by them even as we speak. So I don't know. We'll see. Look, I, I recognize that that's almost an unfair question because even even if you had noticed, as early as Dave said in September, you've, you guys have still really pushed this along and made it happen quickly. And you know, you probably haven't had the chance to really think about some of, okay, now what comes after the fact? Um, you know, you're too, you're too busy making that transition and trying to make it orderly and extract the materials that, you know, have agreed to be d extracted. So, hmm. yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah the, so the goal right now check. is, 
sorry, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. Myself, stop being unfair, Chuck. <laughs> I'll mean. try, Brian. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. Dave, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it, the the this transition time. Step one is setting everyone up for success, right? We we want to make sure that the the team there has what they need, understands what we understand, and then can you know adapt that to how they're going to do things going forward, and getting them you know truly set up for for a bright future, and and that that's we're we're more than fifty percent done with that, I think. Uh, but you know, there are things that come up on, on occasion, but it, it like, it's moving, which is great. Like it really is. Uh, and then, like you said, the transition of, of extracting things out. So we'll, yeah, we'll get there It'll it'll hopefully by the end of the quarter, we're good. Okay. So, so let's just do a little navel gazing here for just a second, because I think I met Brian before I met you, Dave, um, and in fact, I'm pretty sure I remember the exact moment that I, I met Brian um, at at a MacWorld New York when he came to be a guest in the user group lounge. How how do you what impact do you guys think you've made on the Mac News business or the Apple News business? Like I do it that way because it's the Mac Observer, and we're all we've all been around to to the point where you know the Mac was the product. Now it's it's the Apple universe. But what, what impact do you think you've had, or, or what are you the most proud of in all that time over 23 years? Brian, you want to take that one first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. Um, let's see. First of all, um, the Mac space, and you and I have probably, t- I'm almost sure that you and I have talked about this uh, on a show before, Chuck, but the 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 Mac web has radically changed since the early days of what we were doing. And uh, for one thing, it's no longer the Mac web, LOL. The, the people that originally came to the Mac observer were coming to root for the underdog. And uh, that is what drove this entire space. All of the sites that were dedicated to covering this beleaguered, you know, personal computer maker were, were fans of the company and the people that read our content tended to be fans of the company. And, and that's changed. I mean, like, you know, Apple hasn't been an underdog for even longer than the world has realized that Apple hasn't been the underdog. And, uh, and, and the content has evolved and changed uh, over the years in terms of the Mac observer specifically, what I'm the most proud of is that, that we have, I believe with the involvement of many people, uh, many of whom are no longer involved with us, um, but were involved with us at some point, brought all of this thoughtful, well-reasoned content and perspective to the tech space, to the Apple space, to the Mac space, to the iPod space, to the iPhone space, to the iPad space, and 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 brought... Um, brought a way of looking at all of these things in ways that, that, that no one else was doing. And that is hands down the thing that I'm the, I'm the most proud of. Dave. Well, I'm proud that we helped keep Apple alive long enough that they could re- introduce the iPhone, Chuck. That's, yeah. uh, 
<laughs> um, no, I it, like it, it is interesting though. Looking back, uh, and I don't take credit for that. That 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 is a joke for those of you that are listening just to the audio and you don't see all the smiles. Uh, but it, it's interesting, right? We called the site. The site is called the Mac Observer. Starting a site today probably would have chosen a different name because it's you know an Apple world that we wound up covering over time, but. Um, in terms of what we brought to things, uh, we brought bullheaded persistence to this. Uh, we kept this going in uh, in some interesting times for Apple and for the market. Obviously, we're you know we're very much on the other side of that now, but but there was there was a lot of that persistence. We brought. I'll stick with the peas. You know, we were one of the first, if not the first Mac site to have an associated podcast. And, I, you know, I, we, we helped pave that way in a lot of different ways. We certainly weren't the only ones doing it. And now, you know, by, by not by a long shot, but podcasting was something that we brought in even before it was called podcasting. We had Ricky Spiro uh, doing the, the, the roundup, which is what became the Apple context machine that, that, Yep. Brian has. So, you know, there, there, we were always experimenting with things and I, I like that. And I'm proud that, that we were uh, among the first, we weren't among the first podcasters. I still give that credit to Sean King, uh, even though it, it certainly wasn't called podcasting when he started it either. But, uh, but in terms of podcasts that were affiliated with news sites, I, I feel like we were one of the first in, in the Mac space or beyond. Um, but the thing I'm, the thing I'm most proud of is the family that that we built over the years. Um, Brian, you know, mentioned all the people that that have worked for us over time, and the people that that uh, that continue to work there that are part of the current team. And it's not uncommon for people to work or have worked for the Mac Observer for five plus even ten years in some cases. And I'm super proud of that. That that I think. I mean, that's the pudding in which the proof sits. And I, I'm, I'm really stoked that we were able to do that. Yeah. And I want to, I, I, I love how Dave did not, um, crow, but the geek gap is, is, is remains an amazing accomplishment. What Dave's, what Dave's built over, uh, uh, over there is quite a thing. And it has, um, been an instrumental part of what we've been doing for a while. So salute, Dave. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I like it. Listen, I, th I think that everything you all said, I agree with and more. Um, one of the things I've always enjoyed about the Mac Observer from the early days, and it has continued right up through now, that there's, there's obviously it's a serious news site, but th there's also a bit of whimsy kind of in there. I mean, the, 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 the Apple death knell thing you know that's been going for how many years you know just it's it's a little bit of a callback to the old days but it's also just you know a little fun thing that if if i go to tmo i i know that i'm going to get that that early day apple attitude kind of thing you know that that i've i cherish and yeah okay so you know we all were minted back then <laughs> you know but i i think that that's a good thing as opposed to some of some of the journalism i see coming out of uh, some other directions 
but but Dave, your point to the family, I mean, your team has always been amazing. You know, there's a lot of great Mac journalists out there, a lot of them are friends of all of ours, but but your team has always been something special just because of the strange combination of personalities that come together to do it, and they always seem to fit. So I, I just, I, I really want that part to continue. I think that's that's been one of the big strengths of it, and I've I agree. got to believe with, with you guys creating the DNA you have, I think it will. I think it will. And I, I, you know, have to point to my partner in crime here, Brian Chaffin, as the architect of that team and, and bringing all of those different people together. You've always had an eye for the right person at the right time, Brian. And it, it obviously worked out really well. Uh, so, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. No, thank you. By the way, I'd like to retract my answer and also say the team and the family is my, is my biggest thing. Well, <laughs> no, they're both. I clearly, I clearly dropped the ball there. No, 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 no. It's completely legitimate. I don't. I mean, I don't know what else to say except congratulations and thank you for 23 years of amazing content, audio, video, or audio, yeah, video, podcast, um, journalistic content. You know, the whole thing. Been, yeah, that too. That too. Um, yeah, the, the the parties at MacWorld. You know, let's not overlook those. No question about it. Yeah. So yeah, that is, I'm also proud of that legacy uh, too. And, and, and Chuck, uh, I mean, you know, I don't want to turn this into too much of a sap fest, but thanks for all of your support over the years too. Oh, it's, listen, it's, it's been, that's been my pleasure and that's not going to end here because as long as you two are, are, are willing, you're always welcome back here to talk about whatever your, your current projects are. Um, cause I, cool. I, I don't see either one of you stepping away completely. If you did, I'd be shocked and a little bit annoyed. So don't do it. Um, well, we're not going to annoy you, Chuck. So okay. that's that's actually every day I wake up and I say, "Okay, another day. Got to make sure I don't annoy Chuck today." Yeah. And so yeah. That, yeah, thank, I, thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep living by that. Yeah. And then as you're saying that, the yeah. dog is barking. That's good. <laughs> I uh, I look forward to being able to like you know, 20 years from now, like in my day, we had to carry around our iPhones in our pockets. Yeah. That's that's going to be a fun interview. I hope it doesn't take 20 years for that. Same. Uh, fair, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to go in a whole other direction. Let's, let's pull the plug there. Right. So, um, it sounds fun though. <laughs> yes. So listen, at this point, usually I would say, well, how can folks get in touch with you? And you would say, well, you know, the, the Mac observer and all that. But now that we're in a time of transition is, is what's the best thing to do is just to tell people to, to keep watching uh, both the Apple contacts machine and the Mac Geek Gab? That, that works. You can find me on Twitter, at Dave Hamilton, uh, if, if that makes life simpler for people. But otherwise, yeah. I would say MacGeekGab.com, but at the moment, that, that, of course, directs to our current home at MacObserver.com. That will be changing, but it will always find me. So that's, those are two ways. Brian, how about you? And you're uh, you're, you're TMO Brian on Twitter. What are you going to do? Well, I, I don't actually know what's going to become of that account. I've had a second account that I've used for uh, fiction and, and politics and stuff at Geektels, uh, which T-E-L-L-S, Geektels. And, of course, I have my blog at geektels.com. I might in- even manage to get around to posting there again. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Sounds good. I'll make sure there are links in the show notes to all that so that uh, folks know where they can find you. Gentlemen, thank you again. Thank you for 23 years. Thank you for your time today. And um, I can't wait to see what you both do next. 
Thanks, Thanks Chuck. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. If you are brand new to this and don't know who these two guys are, you got a lot of catching up to do. So go and check them both out and watch what comes next. Until the next time, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.